Howdy, 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 and welcome to Thriving in the Transition, the podcast. Season 3, Episode 8. I'm humbled and blessed to be able to bring this podcast to you and to be part of your lives. Your feedback, encouragement, and connection make it all worthwhile. Doing this and connecting with you is truly amazing and inspirational for me, and I hope that you feel the same. So, yay me, yay you, and yay us. It's our partnership, it's our relationship that's going to make this thing more than it is. So, please, give us a five-star rating, follow us, subscribe, add positive comments, like us, or give us a thumbs up. What I'm ultimately saying is that you should go ahead and connect and engage with us. This podcast is simply available wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search for us wherever it is that you listen to great podcasts. We strive to be among that list of great podcasts that you listen to, rely upon, and ultimately find useful. Why am I doing this? I wanted to create a platform and community where I could share my thoughts, my stories, and my experiences with the sole purpose of connecting with and helping others. I'm also doing this for me. This is an outlet where I can be my authentic self. I want to be that pebble that creates ripples in the waters of life. Simply stated, I want to change the world, and I want you to be part of the Thriving in the Transition movement. Public service announcement number one. You can't be anything you want, only what you already are. I want to practice what I preach, and I absolutely believe that part of my purpose in this life is to connect with and bring people together. I want to highlight and exemplify the fact that we absolutely have more in common than we do in difference. Yet, the differences are much easier to identify, but discovering and appreciating the commonalities, that's much more fun. That's much more exciting. So yeah, that's partly why I'm doing this. The other part of this, or the rest of the story, as to why I'm doing this is, I guess I want to create a forum for those slightly enigmatic charismatic, and inspirational folks among us. I want to share their stories about thriving in and during times of transition. The theory being that hearing about other people succeed will give anyone that may be struggling the motivation or encouragement that they need to continue and thrive in their own respective transitions. As we get this week's episode started, I've got some questions for you. Where did your name come from? Who named you? What does your name mean if it means anything? What do those letters mean after the back of your name, if you've got a title? MBA, CPA, EIEIO. That, that's what I'm talking about. What do you go by when you think this versus that? Right? Do you use an, uh, abbreviations? Do you use initials? Do you use a short form of your name or not? The point is, our names matter. Our titles matter, even more so during a transition. I know my name absolutely matters to me. I'm Will, and if you know me, I'm, I'm not a Billy, I'm not a Bill, and to a very small, specific group of folks, I'll even go by William because that fits for our relationship. 
but nothing else. I've turned down LinkedIn invite because they say, hey, Bill, how are you? I'm like, okay, clearly you don't know me. Don't know this person, decline, whatever that is. So my name matters. And I suspect that your name and your titles matter to you too. We can be energized and empowered by our names and titles just as easily as we can have our feelings hurt or we can hurt the feelings of others by using incorrect or non-preferred names and titles. That's what this episode is all about. So I'll get into this topic of names and titles right after this little break. Intro and outro music by Genesis 7. You can listen to more of his music on Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, or wherever you stream your music. Just search for Genesis 7. That is G-E-N-E-S-I-S, and then the number 7 directly behind it. If you're interested in purchasing music from him, shoot him a note on the contact form on his website at genesis7productions.com. "'Tis but thy name that is my enemy. Thou art thyself, though, not a Montague. What's Montague? It's nor hand, nor foot, nor arm, nor face, nor any other part belonging to a man. Oh, be some other name. What's in a name? That which we call a rose, by any other name, would smell as sweet. So Romeo would, were he not Romeo called, Retain that dear perfection which he owes without that title. Romeo, doth thy name, and for that name, which is no part of thee, take all of myself. Dramatic reading by Will Campbell. Now, of course, we all know and recognize this passage. It's from Romeo and Juliet, the famous balcony scene. Scholars and other folks have taken things to mean that Juliet is saying that a name doesn't matter. It's arbitrary. And I've got to say, I absolutely disagree with this. I don't think that's what she was going for at all. Instead, I believe that she's saying that names are so important that they can keep us from true love. She says this little thing in the middle of this that I think is the deciding factor for me. Oh, be some other name. And starts talking about roses. But the thing is, No one considers how the rose feels or what the rose thinks. Yes, of course, the rose is, it's living, but it's inanimate. It can't talk back. It it doesn't have feelings per se. But if we're talking about people, they do. And so we have to consider that from the rose's point of view. Now, how do you think the rose would feel if we called them poop niblet buds? Do you think we'd be buying dozens of poop niblet buds on Valentine's Day? No, absolutely not. I I don't think that's the case at all. Juliet ultimately knows what it means to fall in love with a Montague. She knows that there is significance in Romeo's name and her name, right? She's wishing and praying that names didn't have as much meaning as they did. She's not saying that they're arbitrary, The reality is that Romeo is a Montague. Juliet is a Capulet. Names have meaning. Names have power. Names define us, whether they're the names that we chose or the names we were born with. Names and titles matter. 
Names and titles reflect who we are, our journeys, our experiences, our credentials, our honors, and our preferences. Have you ever heard this expression, don't call me out my name? The phrase is typically heard in the black community and refers to situations when someone is referred to by a derogatory name or label that they didn't choose, that they didn't decide, that doesn't empower them. People don't get any more angry than being called out their name. It matters. If you think of transitions, right, one of the greatest transitions in the world is that from child to adult. As we transition, some of us choose to leave our childish or our childhood names behind. Maybe it was okay when you were three to be called Billy. As you become an adolescent, maybe you did go with Bill or Will, or you decide as an adult you go by William. Same with Robbie, right? As a kid, it's all good to be called Robbie. As a 40-something lawyer, you probably want to be called Robert or Bob. Again, it's your choice. I'm not saying there's a right or wrong. And the list goes on and on, right? Uh, as a kid, you know, being called Becky, maybe you want to be called Rebecca now as an adult. Names matter. They symbolize our journey. They talk about where we are in life. We also can put our own meaning to names. I want to share a couple stories about names that I think really illustrate this topic. In college, I was involved with multiple groups. That doesn't surprise anyone. Uh, but one of them was NSBE, the National Society of Black Engineers. We worked very closely with SHIP, the Society of Hispanic and Professional Engineers. Of course, brown people banding together. It, it was a necessity. That's not the moral of the story. The point here is that in college, uh, I met a gentleman and Jorge, if you're listening, you probably didn't think that this mattered, but it mattered to me. Uh, his name was, and hopefully still is, Jorge Sarame. Met Jorge as part of the student organization. Jorge was older than I was uh, by several years. So he grad, I think he graduated, he was a senior when I was a freshman. So he graduated uh, well before I did. Jorge left, went to corporate America and came back and he presented to the organizations. And I was like, yeah, Jorge's back. And he introduced himself as George. Now, in, in my infinite, what, 18-year-old wisdom, I'm like, his name ain't George. It's, it's Jorge. Why, why did he switch his name? And went off my rant in my head on corporate America and how you're forced to be something other than you are. What I neglected was that this was George's choice, right? George was the name that he chose. George was the name that he went by. I don't know the backstory. I didn't have to Im impose my thoughts on his name because names matter. They have weight. They have importance. Another story, and this one just rocked me, all right? I was delivering some leadership training to a group of folks, and we played this game where we went around the room and people shared the meaning of their names or, or how they got their names or where their name came from. And people were, you know, it, the gambit, right? I was named after my grandmother, my grandfather. Um, it was named after, you know, a consumer product. My name has no meaning. I named myself whatever the case was. And we were going around the room, and this guy at the end, uh, let's, let's call him Kevin, right? Kevin raises his hand, and it's like, you know, I'm thinking of legally changing my name. And the room was like, oh, really? And he's like, my real name isn't Kevin. And the room went, oh, what? And I was floored. I'm at the front of this room 
facilitating this conversation and hear somebody that people had worked with for years learning that their colleague's name wasn't actually Kevin. And he told this beautiful story of how his grandmother back in India had named him and what it meant and the power that it had. And he'd given up all that power because he chose to go by Kevin. After all this was done, after the room had adjusted, I, I went up to, to Kevin and I said, dude, change your name back. Clearly, there's a great story. You're proud of it. It gives you power. Reclaim your name. That's the power and the meaning that names have. Nothing to be imposed by other people, right? We choose who we are and how we want to be recognized. There's also this part, and you, you heard this in my story of Jorge versus George, right? When you try to demonstrate your cultural awareness, and it can go wrong. Have you ever met someone, let's, let's say they're Asian, in whatever way that you meet them, and they just give you a name, and you ask, oh, what's your real name? Because it's, it's common knowledge that sometimes folks change their name to an Americanized version or something easier for people to understand or whatever the case may be. Whatever name they give you is a real name. That's their real name. That's what they claim. That's what they want to go by. That's how they want to be recognized. Yes, you're culturally aware. You, you get some of the history there. Whatever name people give you, that's what they want to go by. So asking what their real name is can be a bit offensive and off-putting. Or the other side of the story, right? Oh, do you go by an easier to pronounce name? What's that telling people? That's telling people that their name is too hard for you to pronounce or for you to learn or to take the time or to care. And their whole presence is simply an inconvenience for you. And you're looking for something easier. One of my good friends, Samit Doshi, this, this is a true story. We were working in a warehouse one afternoon and Samit, it, it's, it's five letters, S-A-M-I-T, right? His, his, Real, full name, just given. There's no other way to change it. Someone asked, did he go by anything shorter? He did go by Sam, which makes sense. And he introduced himself as Sam, and someone asked, do you go by anything shorter? Like, shorter than Sam? It's like, Sss. So, again, beware of cultural awareness going bad. To put things into perspective for folks, ask yourself this simple question. How do you feel or react when someone calls you by something other than you prefer? What do you think? What actions does that cause? Or what inactions does it cause? Kids are the best at using names against other folks, right? There's this whole cute little thing. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Except we're human and can be very hurt by words. I've got three boys. You all know this by now. They're now nearly 17, 17 in a matter of days, like three days, 14 and 11. I can't count the number of times that there have been tears shed due to someone calling one of them something other than their name, right? And I'm not going to give you examples here. We, again, we know little boy humor. It, it gets pretty vicious. Names have meaning. Titles have meaning. Feelings can be hurt when we don't utilize what people prefer. So now, of course, the question, how can you ensure that you respect others? Here are five simple suggestions that I offer to help you build better connections and to honor what people call themselves. The first one, that game that I told you that I played in that leadership meeting, ask someone the history of their name. 
where'd it come from, how'd they get the name. Another one, call or refer to people by the name or title that they prefer. Don't question it if it doesn't match your expectations or belief. Take people at face value. If they introduce themselves as John, dude, your name's John. I don't care what I think. You want to be John? You're John. If you're not sure how someone wants to be referred to or if you don't have the pronunciation right, ask. I know personally I would much rather you to ask if I go by William, Will, Bill, Billy than assuming that it's Bill because you made the wrong assumption. You've lost me. Another one, decide what you would like to be called, name or title, because in a transition, you have to be comfortable with you. If not, you can't even come back to who you are at your, your core because you're not sure if that's the title you want to assume, if that's the right role you want to play, if that's the name you want to recognize and take power from. And the last part of this, my last suggestion when referring to yourself, use positive and intentional and consistent titling for yourself. Whether, again, when I say titling, whether that's name, whether that's role description, whether that's job, whether that's responsibility, whatever it is, choose something that gives you power, that creates power for you. I think a great exercise for everyone, and this is a, a bonus, right? I, I Don't put this in the official list, but it's a bonus. Go through LinkedIn. Look at all the little blurbs of how people address themselves or describe themselves connector master trainer professional networker bringer together of infinite monies for other people whatever that is right those are some of the ways that people want to be described and called now it's are you going to use that instead of their name no but their name still absolutely applies so think about these five things that will allow you to respect others more to allow you to build better connections A rose by any other name would still smell as sweet. Maybe. But how would the rose feel? Would the rose's status in society change? The point is that names matter, especially in transitions. There's enough turmoil and confusion during transitions anyway. We need to ensure that we have at least the comfort of our own names and titles that we choose or prefer. Here again are those things, again, five things that you can do to build connections and honor what others choose to call themselves. Ask people the history of their names. Great icebreaker, great team builder. Do it as a group. Make it part of your next team meeting. That's a freebie. I won't even charge you for that one. Call and refer to people by the name or title that they prefer and don't question if it doesn't match your expectations or belief. If you're not sure how someone should be referred to, or how to pronounce their name, ask. This includes pronouns, folks. He, she, him, her, us, them, they, all of that. Respect those, even if you don't understand it. It's that simple. Decide what you would like to be called in name or title. And then when describing yourself or calling yourself or using names or titles, use positive and intentional and consistent titling for yourself. All right. What do you think? What things resonate with you from this episode? What stories do you have related to your name or what you call yourself or what other people call you? 
Please share your thoughts and responses wherever you listen to this podcast. Send me an email at will.campbell at logicconsulting.com. We want to hear from you. Public service announcement number two. Captivity is a mentality, a thing you carry with you. Well, folks, that brings us to the end of Thriving in the Transition, Season 3, Episode 8. Thanks for joining us for this breakthrough season. If you're getting something from this podcast, please give us a five-star rating wherever you listen to your podcast. Subscribe and add us to that list of other great podcasts that you listen to. Follow me on Twitter and Facebook at Logic Consulting. Also follow me on Instagram at Logic underscore Coach. You know what? Follow me on Spotify too, at GQ Down. And not just the podcast, definitely do that, but follow me to discover the music that I use to help me thrive in the transition. And of course, when we have guests, those great songs that they provide to support themselves through transitions, there's a playlist with all of those there. Check it out. Reach out to me on LinkedIn at DJ Woolrock. Don't forget to follow the YouTube channel as well, Thriving in the Transition. And yes, there is a website, www.thrivingintheTransition.com. You can get all of our episodes right from that website. Just go there. And while you're there, take a look around, make yourself comfortable, get a drink and maybe a nice cheese tray or charcuterie board. Maybe you need a coach or a business consultant or even a keynote speaker. I'm the guy for you right there. Let's change the world together. Lastly, if you're interested in supporting this podcast, and I hope that you are, you want to help us grow, send me an email, tweet, IM, or direct message. Better yet, go to my Patreon site, www.patreon.com forward slash T-I-T-T and become a patron. Most importantly, don't keep this a secret. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your coworkers, and tell your children. I call you my community. That's an important name. That's an important title. Let that give you the power and confidence to do whatever it is that you need to do this week. My gift from me to you. Until the next episode, folks, cheers. Have a great day.